Pizza. Pizza? Pizza. Hunger for some pizza now? Yeah, that's what we thought. Get yours at Domino's Hawaii. We deliver aloha. This podcast is sponsored by Doctors of Waikiki, your local Hawaii Nissan dealers, and HMAA. This is Hawaii News Now, first at four. At first at four, powerful winds batter the state, toppling trees, knocking down utility poles, and delaying a flight after a plane's wing is damaged. About a dozen drivers on Oahu say they're lucky to be alive after narrow misses from downed power lines and trees. We have first alert team coverage on the conditions. Annalisa Burgos is live in Kalihi with more on the impact from today's gusty winds. But let's begin with Chief Meteorologist Jennifer Robbins. Hey, Jen. And Mark, we gave you those first alerts about what's happening with the winds and you can see in red there is actually a gale warning each of the islands under a wind advisory and some of these isolated spots seeing the strongest of the winds with gusts up to 50 miles per hour, but sustained winds have been holding anywhere from 15 to 25 at times 30 miles per hour as you can see across the state right now. Taking a closer look at the gusts is actually some of those leeward neighborhoods that are seeing the strongest of the winds and that's where some of the power lines were going out and also the down trees we're talking about and it's funneling over the mountains and as it races down that's where we're seeing the strongest of the winds in this scenario especially over Hawaii Island parts of Maui County seeing very strong winds and of course here at home we're going to be seeing strong winds at the airport as well and so we do have one more day of first alerts to talk about with conditions staying at this level we will continue to see very strong winds into tomorrow Saturday, things start backing down ever so slightly. And then notice, still breezy, but at least the winds anywhere from about 15 to 30 miles per hour. And the gusts are going to come down in intensity. I'll take a closer look at your seven-day forecast and also all the wind alerts coming up shortly. Thank you very much, Jen. The Burgos in Kalihi has crews had to clean up a potentially terrifying situation. Annalisa. Yeah, hi, Mark. You know, we are here on Kokea between King Street and Dillingham Boulevard, where crews are actively cleaning up the mess that those powerful winds created uh, earlier at about 11.30 a.m. Several drivers were shocked when falling poles as well as power lines came crashing down, shaken and happy to be alive. It looked like a scene from a disaster movie. A big gust of wind came, and I saw this pole right here just slowly come down and then the cables uh, were up against my side window and I put it in park I grabbed my key and I opened the door and I jumped out the passenger side I wasn't sure if, if you know the, the the wires were live falling poles and power lines on Kokea Eric Markham's truck buried in wires Shige and his wife were in front of Markham's truck what were you thinking when the pole came down you saw that crashing onto the car in front of you well, it was just scary, you know, I, you know, I expected it, right? It was just scared. Headed the opposite direction, Clarita Duran saw a pole fall in front of her. Thanks God, uh, I seen it all. So I, I pressed my brake and then I, and then I said, oh, I need help, I need help. <laughs> I feel nervous. Wires dropped onto her SUV, but she escaped safely. Another driver, David, said poles were falling in front and behind him. Saw all the lines get tangled in the car and stuff, and 
I, everyone was so confused what to do. Mm -hmm. So like we just got out of the car and just got away with out of the car. Like go on the side so we don't like get hurt or anything. The downed lines cut power to nearby businesses and intersections, slowing traffic. Police officers helped stranded drivers while Hawaiian electric crews worked to remove cars from the mess. On the Like Like Highway, gusty winds also wreaked havoc. One person was seriously injured when a tree crashed onto the Kaneohe-bound lanes just before the tunnel. And in Makiki, a down pole knocked out power to roughly 70 customers. Near Diamond Head, city workers removed a tree that fell on Kalakaua Avenue. And back here live on Kokea, as you can see, crews actively trying to detangle the mess of the wires here. They tell me four poles came down today. Uh, no word yet on when exactly this street will be cleaned up and open to the public, but we will be giving that information to you as soon as it's available. Reporting live here in Kalihi, Annalisa Burgos, Hawaii News Now. Back to you. Annalisa, thank you. The elderly couple found dead in an apparent Makakilo murder-suicide has been identified as Alan and Yoshiko Gano. Police checked their home on Nohona Street Monday because neighbors were concerned about the elderly couple's welfare. Investigators say 80-year-old Alan Gano shot his 78-year-old wife in the head before shooting himself. Two people, including a Honolulu police officer, were seriously injured in a crash on the Moanalua Freeway. This happened around 1 this morning by the Red Hill off-ramp. HBD says the officer was in his vehicle overseeing construction work when he got rear-ended. Police arrested the woman on suspicion of operating a vehicle while under the influence and first-degree negligent injury. Four days after massive boulders fell from the hill above Kamehameha Highway, the state is still working to shore up the key roadway at Waimea Bay. Casey Lund has an update on that and a look at which Oahu roads are most likely to see another rockfall. Well, I'm actually standing in the number one spot of the DOT's top 10 list for rock slide hazards. That's right here, Kamehameha Highway, we saw on Sunday those rocks come down. And we'll get to some of the other areas across the state uh, that have the potential for those rock slide hazards. But let's talk a little bit about the latest with this. Uh, of course, that happened Sunday. The state put up those concrete barriers temporarily uh, and then had a controlled rock slide where they loosened some of the boulders up. Uh, we saw the video where that smashed through that barrier. But eventually, the state is working to designate this as an emergency zone and then extend that metal fencing 15 feet high, 190 feet through uh, Kamehameha Highway here to protect the roadway from that happening again. Uh, that is going to be a $1.2 million project if the state can pull it off, and they hope to have that completed uh, in spring of this year, sometime maybe around March. So let's talk a little bit about the other hazard areas on Oahu. Number 8 and 10 on that statewide list are on the Poly Highway on the windward side of the tunnel, where you might remember that massive rock slide closed the poly in 2019. They ended up extending the tunnel to protect the roadway there as well. Let's go over to Maui, though. Uh, on the Valley Isle, uh, the trickiest spot for rock slides is Manavainui Gulch on Honoapilani Highway. That stretch came in at number seven on the state's list. Over on Kauai, the Garden Isle has two tricky spots on Kuhio Highway, one just west of Kilauea, another just west of Princeville. According to the state's data, those ranked number four and six, respectively. Finally, on Hawaii Island, there's also some really dangerous spots on Hawaii Belt Road. They've seen some rock slides there. A total of four areas, two on either side of Ha'akoa Stream. It represents number nine, three, 
two and five on that DOT list. We're also talking a little bit about what DOT is doing to make those areas safer, slope stabilization efforts like replanting vegetation, even fine-tuned GPS monitoring devices that help them to prevent things like this and learn more about how those slopes are changing, especially during wet weather. Some of those techniques were used on Kauai at Kuhio Highway. DOT says they're also planning on doing some of that on Hawaii Belt Road on the Big Island. A reminder that this will cause some delays over the next couple of months that work uh, if it goes forward. And today we had some really wet weather here on the North Shore. There's a potential we could see some of those rock slide hazards again this week. Reporting on the North Shore at Waimea Bay, I'm Casey Lund. For now, we'll send things back to you. Thank you, Casey. HFD says a fire outside of a low-rise apartment building was intentionally set. Yesterday afternoon's fire along Lao New Street was started in front of a vehicle in a carport. Investigators say liquid accelerant was possibly used to ignite the fire. Damage is estimated at $9,500. The death toll from Monday's earthquakes along the Turkish and Syrian border has climbed to more than 21,000. Tina Kraus shows us the search and rescue operation. Drone footage taken above Turkey's border with Syria shows the frantic search for life in a sea of devastation. The painstaking operation going from day to night with crews racing against time. This team in southern Turkey chipped away at a demolished residential building, trying to reach a 40-year-old woman trapped in the rubble. She has several layers of thick concrete on top of her, this worker says. She's lying on her stomach, making the rescue difficult. Unseasonably cold weather with temperatures dropping 15 degrees lower than normal, as well as flooding, has made the catastrophe even worse. There are so many that uh, simply cannot go uh, back into their homes. U.S. Ambassador to Turkey Jeff Flake says the U.S. is sending more aid to help those displaced. We have Blackhawks available that are flying missions to get relief workers where they need to go, as well as evacuate uh, those who are hurt. The United Nations Secretary General confirmed a U.N. aid convoy made it from Turkey into northwest Syria for the first time since the earthquake. It included six trucks carrying shelter and other desperately needed relief supplies. More help is on the way, but much more, much more is needed. The call going out for donations from across the globe amid the unprecedented disaster. I'm Tina Kraus, Hawaii News Now. The FBI is evaluating evidence collected from the remnants of the Chinese balloon the U.S. shot down on Saturday. A senior State Department official says the balloon was equipped with multiple antennas to collect intelligence signals and that China's military is likely behind the surveillance program, which has flown balloons over 40 countries spanning five continents. This irresponsible act put on full display what we've long recognized, that the PRC has become more repressive at home and more aggressive abroad. The Biden administration warned that it will explore taking action against entities linked to China's military that were involved in the incident. China has said the balloon was a civilian airship. Well, the heads of Southwest Airlines are grilled on Capitol Hill over the holiday travel chaos. What led to the airline's meltdown? Howard. Big hotel chain posts a big profit. Details just ahead. Wall Street failed to rally today. The Dow closing down at number 249. You're getting your news first at four. Now here's traffic. Look at the afternoon drive right now. Heading out to the leeward side. H1 and Kaamilo. You see rush hour 
building up, starting to get crowded and starting to slow down. Townbound, you're moving till the usual hotspot at Middle Street. More news in a bit. Pizza. Pizza? Pizza. Hunger for some pizza now? Yeah, that's what we thought. Get yours at Domino's Hawaii. We deliver aloha. This is Hawaii News Now. Welcome back. A top Southwest Airlines executive apologized before a Senate committee today for a travel fiasco that stranded thousands over the holidays. As Dina Demetrius explains, despite the sit down, lawmakers need more answers. Let me be clear. We messed up. Southwest Airlines Chief Operating Officer apologized for the December meltdown that stranded thousands of passengers in the wake of a winter storm. At this point, the disruption changed from a weather event that all airlines experienced to a crew event that was unique to us. But testifying before the Senate Commerce Committee, a leader of the pilots union accused Southwest of ignoring years of warnings. For years, our pilots have been sounding the alarm about Southwest's inadequate crew scheduling technology and outdated operational processes. Nearly 17,000 flights were canceled in an operational failure that went on for more than a week while passengers were unable to rebook or reach customer service. It took hours to reach a live person, if they ever reached a live person at all. There was no amount of people we could have put in place to handle all the calls at that time because of the scale of the disruption. Southwest says it's already making upgrades to its technology, but the root causes of its meltdown will take longer to fix. When will it be completed? Uh, we're undergoing the assessment right now. We are doing a top to bottom view of our winter operations and uh, the undoubtedly be in the millions and millions of dollars. Paul Hudson leads a nonprofit that advocates for airline passengers and says while travelers suffer, investors are the winners. Good service costs money and bad service saves money. And that money can be used for dividends, stock buybacks, and executive compensation. Southwest says it has processed refunds and returned lost bags, but admits some customers are still waiting to be compensated. Dina Demetrius, Los Angeles. And back here at home, hoteliers say, what recession? Howard Dykus has profits from one of the lodging giants. Howard. Mark Hilton Worldwide Holdings posted a fourth quarter profit of $333 million, beating forecasts. REVPAR, that's revenue per available room, was up over 7% from pre-COVID 2019. Hawaii new jobless claims rose last week but still came in low, 1,089 statewide, small declines in the Kona and Waipahu employment offices. And Honolulu uh, Cookie Company marks 25 years in business with anniversary bags and boxes and merch, like an Aloha in Every Bite t-shirt made by the folks over at Crazy Shirt. Mark, back to you. Thank you very much, Howard. More news ahead, but first to look at the stories we're working on for the next half hour. Police find some cars that were stolen from a Kalihi car lot, and what was inside was surprising. President Biden on the road again today in Florida, zeroing in on a promise to protect Social Security and Medicare. I'm Alice Barr in Washington. Coming up, the political gamesmanship on display today in the Sunshine State, home to two likely 2024 rivals, former President Trump and Governor Ron DeSantis. And the Hilo Preschool fighting to stay open has now closed for good. What led to the shutdown at 4.30? And just a reminder as we go to break, Hawaii News Now Sunrise has expanded to weekends on K5 and all of our streaming digital platforms from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. This podcast is sponsored by Doctors of Waikiki, Hawaii's best urgent care. 
your local Hawaii Nissan dealers. And HMAA, we're passionate about your health. Pizza. Pizza? Pizza. Hunger for some pizza now? Yeah, that's what we thought. Get yours at Domino's Hawaii. We deliver aloha.